from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, April 21st, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. An assistant professor at Cleveland State University was shot and killed. His body was found at his home in Hudson, north of Akron. Police were called to the home on a welfare check and discovered the body of 41-year-old Todd Morgan. The medical examiner's office says he was shot in the head and torso. Morgan taught at Cleveland State's business school. Hudson police say they believe this was an isolated incident and that there is no threat to the community. Police in Columbus say they've arrested a 26-year-old man, Raymond Ladd, for murder following a shooting early this morning on High Street very near the Ohio State University campus. A second suspect is being sought. Kevin Landers has more. This happened just after 2 o'clock this morning. The person that was shot and killed died about 3 o'clock this morning at the hospital. The other person who was injured, we do not know what the state of their injuries are at this hour. But it appears to have started somewhere near the Waffle House and then came outside. And police say the two victims in this shooting were not OSU students. Reporting from the campus of Ohio State, Kevin Landers. For the second straight week, the CDC says all... All 88 counties in Ohio are reporting only light transmission rates of COVID-19. All the counties in Ohio's neighboring states are in the green as well, except for two counties in southeastern Kentucky that are yellow for medium transmission. Despite the lower transmission rates, Ohio's deaths from COVID remain steady. The state health department reported 53 deaths over the past week and 153 over the past three weeks. Since the pandemic started, more than 42,000 Ohioans have died of COVID. 87% of them were at least 60 years old. An experimental vaccine to treat triple negative breast cancer, a more aggressive type that's more likely in younger women, is showing great promise at the Cleveland Clinic. Here's Monica Robbins. Tuesday, Cleveland Clinic presented early results of the trial, showing all 14 patients had an immune response no matter what dose they received. While promising, there's still a long way to go. The phase one trial determines safety, maximum dose, and monitored immune response. Future phases will determine if the immune response is enough to prevent cancer from coming back. Jennifer Davis is a patient enrolled in the vaccine study at Cleveland Clinic. The vaccine has now taught my body to recognize cancer cells. Even though I received the lowest I still built a response, which to me means you know, my body will be able to identify and basically kill those cancer cells. This has been studied for 20 years, two decades. And in the lab, this is exactly what they saw. A hundred percent success rate, a hundred percent had no recurrence. I really don't think that you can ignore those numbers and, and we'll get there. You know, it's going to take a little bit. Eventually we're going to wipe this thing out. Governor Mike DeWine was at the Corrections Center of Northwest Ohio in Stryker yesterday to announce millions of dollars in grant funding for local jails. According to a release from DeWine's office, nearly $50 million will be awarded to 11 county jails, Auglaize, Carroll, Columbiana, Green, Hancock, Jackson, Lucas, Miami, Ottawa, Wayne, and Williams counties. The money will be used for construction, renovation, and safety improvement projects. The funding is part of the state's capital budget. Federal funding is going to two solar energy companies in northwest Ohio. 
Here's Amanda Fay. The Department of Energy is awarding more than $16 million to solar energy innovation in Toledo. Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur announcing Toledo Solar will receive $8.8 million to work on the application of solar panels on windows. And First Solar is getting $7.3 million to develop a new residential rooftop product. Kaptur says the funding will bring economic growth to Northwest Ohio, saying it's an investment in Ohio's workers. I'm Amanda Fay. A Portsmouth couple is now facing several charges after a deadly eight. TV accident. Yolanda Harris has more. Seven-year-old Wyatt Moore was killed in that March accident. Scioto County Sheriff's Office charged 43-year-old Jeremy Bryant with aggravated vehicular homicide. And the boy's mother, 30-year-old Brianna Phipps, is facing involuntary manslaughter. According to detectives, a blood test showed Bryant had drugs in his system at the time of the accident. Phipps admitted to knowing about it. I'm Yolanda Harris. On Wednesday of next week, the Central Ohio Transit Authority, or CODA, will be holding its largest hiring event ever to find bus drivers and offering signing bonuses of at least $2,000. Jeff Poland is CODA's public relations manager. Uh, CODA is a lifeline for thousands of people who use this service every day. Uh, without CODA, people would not be able to get to their doctor's appointments, to their jobs, um, grocery stores. We provide transportation for thousands of um, Columbus City school students who use this service uh, to get to and from class every day. So our operators are vital to helping move people around this city. CODA will provide training for those who do not have a commercial driver license. For more info, go to CODA.com. That's C-O-T-A dot com. North of Cincinnati, Kings Island is enacting a new policy this weekend. Here's how it Kate Burdett. Guests who are 15 years old or younger must be accompanied by a chaperone who is at least 21 to be admitted and remain in the amusement park after 4 p.m. The chaperone must be available by phone throughout their stay. Park officials say there have been increasing incidents of, quote, unruly and inappropriate behavior, end quote, at Kings Island and other amusement parks. During Kings Island's opening weekend this year, police arrested a 17-year-old with a gun who allegedly attempted to hop a fence to get into the park. Kate Burdett, ONN News. Southeast Ohio's Vinton County was the location for a bizarre case of misuse of public funds, which included the purchase of hot tubs, a snow cone machine, two snow owls, and a live wildebeest. Tracy Townsend explains. Auditor Keith Faber announced former Vinton Township Fiscal Officer Cyril Viestra made the purchases for his home and a wildlife refuge. Faber says the money was supposed to go toward repairing roads and bridges. The township official is also accused of buying kayaks, a popcorn cart, and a drum set. Investigators say the transactions happened from 2016 to 2020. That official pleaded guilty in October to corruption charges. He was sentenced to five years in prison and ordered to pay more than $330,000 restitution. I'm Tracy Townsend. The Cleveland Cavaliers take on the New York Knicks in Game 3 of their best-of-seven NBA playoff series tonight at Madison Square Garden. Game 4 is also there on Sunday. The series is tied at one win apiece. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WTOL in Toledo, WKYC in Cleveland, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.